Hello, Life Booster. This is your host, Dr. Amelia, health coach and veterinarian, here to help you ditch yo-yo dieting, people-pleasing, and perfectionism by breaking the norm and living a life that energizes you from within. Today is the start of a mini-series that I'm going to be doing that is going to bring together both my experience as a veterinarian and health coach. And I was inspired because I just recently became fear-free certified. And that is a program that the veterinary community and those working with animals can participate in and take in order to focus on reducing fear, anxiety, and stress for the whole team, really, certainly for pets, but also just helping to make a more positive and less stressful experience for the entire team. So the pets, the veterinary team, and of course, the owners. And in doing that program, I realized just how many of those principles that apply to pets very much can and should be applied in our own lives. And so I thought it would be great to combine the two because I am super passionate about decreasing stress and anxiety and fear in all creatures around me, pets and humans. And so I thought this would be a fun little series to do. Now, if you do not have a pet, if you're not a pet owner, that is okay. I really encourage you to still listen because, again, these uh, techniques and principles apply to you, and we're going to be talking very much about how to implement those in your everyday life. And, of course, you may not own a pet, but maybe in the future you're going to, and I'm sure you know some pet owners, so this is going to be great information to share with them as well. So I thought we could start things off with the number one thing that we do to pets that they hate more than anything and pretty much the number one priority for most pet owners. I am talking about nail trimming. Yeah, dogs and cats absolutely hate it. But when pet owners come in, regardless of why they're coming in or often how sick your pet is, trimming nails is a priority which I get, it's good to have them trimmed. So here's the thing. Already we can see that there are two very different perspectives when it comes to trimming nails. For animals, it is terrifying, miserable. It's one of the worst things that we could possibly do to them. On the other hand, for owners, it's a top priority and it really just doesn't seem like that big of a deal, right? Like we go and we get manis and petties and that is relaxing so why can they not just be like it's no big deal why don't they just let us trim their nails so there's clearly a difference in perspectives and opinions and that's something that we have to honor just because from our perspective this doesn't seem like something that should be a big deal i'm telling you right now i see so many pets every day and it is a big deal for pets it's scary and uncomfortable And so we have to be looking at it from their perspective and really working on seeing how we can make this not such a traumatic experience. Because the thing that happens is that if pets are just brought to um, the veterinary hospital for nail trimmings, or if that's like the very first thing we do, then that's a really terrible, scary experience for them. 
we're really not setting ourselves up for success for that pet to be able to have a really nice thorough physical exam and to be calm so that when they are sick and really truly need veterinary care or for annual exams, which are extremely important, it's going to be really hard if the pet is completely terrified and expecting us to hurt them the entire time. So right now, I want you to take a moment and think about it like from a dog's perspective. So you have probably tried trimming the nails at home and there's a good chance it didn't go well right off the bat. Like you were probably kind of nervous because you didn't want to get the quick, you didn't want it to bleed, you didn't want it to hurt. And the dog could sense that you were nervous and also their paws and their nails are really, really sensitive parts. And so when you're going with these big clippers towards that area, that's kind of uncomfortable. So if you attempted at home and it was really not a good experience, the dog just wouldn't sit still, or maybe like two of you were kind of like trying to hold to get the job done, that ultimately has probably led you to go to the vet hospital and just to ask us to do it so we can just get it done because you don't want to deal with it at home. But here's the thing. If they've already had a bad experience with that and then we're coming to the veterinary hospital, without any kind of help in decreasing the stress around that, they're more nervous at the vet hospital. And now imagine if you were to be brought somewhere where you didn't want to go and you were kind of forced inside and there were all these people who spoke a different language from you and say your parents just like handed you off to these people and they didn't care that you were nervous and they suddenly grabbed onto a really sensitive part of you and they started to do something that you felt that made you feel really uncomfortable and you showed like you pulled back or maybe you even screamed to be like please don't do this and instead of honoring that they got more people to hold you down so that they could continue to do that that's absolutely terrifying right And so we need to be looking at it from their perspective. What can we be doing to help make this a much more positive experience? Just because we can do something with enough muscle does not mean that we should. We need to be respecting animals just like we need to be respecting our own bodies and ourselves. Desensitizing is key, right? You don't have to go from no nail trimmings to trimming all the nails. How can we make this a really positive experience so that the pets don't mind? With desensitizing, basically you want to go slow and this is something that you can absolutely do at home and I really, really encourage you to because at a veterinary hospital, we certainly could do really short bouts, but that's going to add up and it so much more worthwhile if you do it at home. So first you have to get a nail trimmer and the very first thing that you want is just for your dog or your cat to not be stressed out when you have them in your hand. So if your pet is food motivated, that is fantastic. Just get in the habit of holding the clippers and giving them a treat and Continue to do that, making it a really positive, no big deal experience until they will 
come up to you. They don't even really notice or care or they associate when you're holding the clippers with something positive and with getting a treat. If they're not super treat motivated, then doing something else that they really enjoy, whether that's a toy or grooming, especially a cat, maybe they really like to be scratched in a certain area, that type of thing. You can also do it like right before their mealtime as well and just have it out while they're getting their food. So once they are comfortable with that, you just want to go really slowly, one step at a time, and making sure it continues to be associated with a positive experience. So start with just holding one of their paws and lots of treats and making sure that that's really positive. And I want you to do short episodes of this. This isn't going to be like in one day you do this. This is like one day you're holding the trimmer or the clippers and it's positive. The next day maybe you are able to like hold the paw, they get treats. That was a good experience. Awesome. Then you can really start to go with like opening the clippers, putting the clipper on the nail but not actually clipping it, giving them a, a treat after every little bit. And continue to do that until you're able to clip one, and that's no big deal. Slowly you can go to make it a positive experience. That's definitely something that we did with both of our dogs. They both hated it at first, and yet they now, Jameson more so than Woodford, but they both are very tolerant. Jameson knows, like, he's like, oh, the clippers are out. This means you're going to sit down with me and I'm about to get so many treats. And so he, like, has his ears perked up and is a very excited expression on his face because he knows when I clip his nails, he's going to get a treat and he loves food. That's a, such a better experience, right? And if you're finding that maybe there have been too many traumatic times when your pet has had nails trimmed, then speak with your veterinarian because we're always, always happy to work with you and to share some either supplement options or some medications that can be really useful tools for just decreasing the stress. Think of it a little bit as like, you can give a little pill. It's kind of going to be like they just had a glass of wine before this experience and it's just going to make it a little less stressful. That way their anxiety isn't going to be so high that they're just like not receptive to any of the, the training modifications that you're trying. That just decreases the stress enough so that you can work on this so that hopefully they do finally associate it with something positive and it's not stressful for anybody. A couple of other notes on nail trimming. Another is that if you are nervous about trimming nails or if your pet absolutely hates it, especially if they have dark nails, I know that that can be nerve wracking because you can't see that quick part, the sensitive part that could bleed if you trim it too short. Then there are dremels that can be a really great option. And in that way, it more like files the nail down. So you're able to get really close to the quick. And sometimes pets tolerate that um, really well as well. So that's a, something to think about. The other is to really be mindful of the way that you're handling their paws. So we have a tendency because maybe like we really don't want to cut the quick too short. You know, we want to like really be able to see it. And that may ultimately mean that we're bending and moving their paws 
in a way that's uncomfortable to them. And they may be pulling back because of that. And especially if you do have an older pet and maybe they have some arthritis or other conditions, really being mindful and making sure that you are accommodating and that they're comfortable throughout that. You can also make sure they're on a nice comfy bed, make it an awesome experience. Desensitizing, and and you can use this with anything that your pet is nervous or stressed about, including just going to the, the vet hospital. Um, you can always just talk to your vets about having happy visits so that they just come in, get a treat, and then go. This is something that you can and should be applying to your own life and especially your approach to health. Because one of the biggest tendencies is to just go all in with healthy changes, like that day that you just suddenly are so fed up with where you are, you finally have enough motivation, or you feel like you need to punish yourself because you just totally overindulged the day before. We have this tendency to go big and it's like a no pain, no gain mentality. And then it ends up being traumatic and not fun. And then we never want to do it ever again. We associate it with being miserable. So the example I'd like to go over is when you want to get back into working out. Have you ever suddenly decided you want to get back into working out so you decide you're gonna like go all out and you are like 60 minutes in the gym or like super intense run and the entire time you are miserable like you're not fit everything hurts the next day or immediately after you're uncomfortable but you are doing it and you're forcing yourself through it because you have to how did that go? <laughs> like the next day, are you so sore that you feel like you can barely move? And then it ends up being a long time before you go back into the gym. And my guess is that you then are associating the gym with doing things that you don't want to do or even punishment for yourself. Well, that's really not setting you up for success, right? How can you take this desensitizing approach with working out? So instead of going all out for 60 minutes hardcore, why not start with something that seems totally doable and not painful and maybe even a little bit enjoyable? So what if you just like went out the door, got a little bit of sun, and maybe you did like a run walk for even like five to ten minutes like as soon as you were breathing hard while you were running you walked and you didn't pay attention to the distance you just enjoyed yourself and listened to your body or what if you found like a pretty fun youtube video or like a little short circuit online that interested you and you put on some good music and you did that for like five minutes and it wasn't that big of a deal. You're going to be so much more likely to the next day be interested in going outside again for another run walk or maybe doing another video because maybe you, <laughs> you, then you weren't in pain and you felt kind of proud that you actually did that. You were moving your body and it felt good to be breathing 
and maybe you enjoyed that music and maybe that is something that you could do again. This is so how I encourage you to be approaching anytime you're trying to start new things because one day of something healthy really it's not going to make a huge impact right this is about your entire life just like for pets it's an entire life of being able to go to the vet and to be having their nails trimmed it's not just that one time and so really just thinking about what aspects of your health right now are feeling either like punishment or like you're having to force yourself or that you really just completely despise and reimagine those. I want you to think about why you're associating those with something uncomfortable or undesirable and how you can start to desensitize yourself and how you can turn it into something positive. So right now, if you are eating in a way that you are having to force yourself, either you need to be reevaluating the food that you're eating and making sure that you're eating healthy food that you actually get joy from and love and that makes you feel satisfied. Or maybe you need a little bit of a slower approach. You know, maybe for you, if you've like suddenly decided this certain diet is what you had to do and you just are like went all in and are white knuckling it, why not instead just just gradually start incorporating more nourishing foods? Like challenge yourself, check out my troubleshoot guide. One of the things you're gonna do is be looking at the number of plants that you're having and maybe just find out what your baseline is and see if you can experiment and try just a couple new vegetables each week or think about how you can add like one veggie to a dish that you already love. Really just getting creative and starting to be playful and approaching health from a new enjoyable way because here's the thing, <laughs> being healthy should not be exhausting. It should be something that gives you energy. It should be something that you want to do and that you have found to be something really important in your life because it makes you feel good. It shouldn't be something that you dread. So whether this is your pets or your own life, I really hope that you do put this into practice today. And I hope that you remember to just take a little different perspective anytime something is seeming like there's anxiety or stress or fear showing up, that is your indication that you need to just take a different look at the thoughts and feelings and perspective behind that. And if you would like to take a new approach to your health, I really encourage you to download the free copy of my Life Boost Troubleshoot Guide. You can follow the link in the caption. You can also to check out the link in my bio on Instagram, I'm Life Boost with Amelia, or you can visit my website, www.lifeboost.today. Cheers to your inevitable health, happiness, and success.